Uh, yeah, 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 uh, Miami, uh, uh, South Beach, bringing the heat, uh, <laughs> can y'all feel that, can y'all feel that, jig it out, uh. Welcome everybody to another episode of the All Pro Dads Podcast. I'm Damien. Follow me on Twitter and Instagram at Dame underscore APD. My co-host, Tony. Follow me on Twitter and Instagram at TV3 underscore I only came for two days It's a good song. Mm-hmm. <laughs> All right. Happy Tuesday, ladies and gentlemen. Well, Tuesday, November 1st. Hopefully, if you're listening, it's Wednesday. But yeah. for us right now, it's Tuesday. Tuesday, November 1st. Already November. Already November, bro. Show. For show. And it's a... Uh... Sorry, I'm checking that Philly score. They're still fucking blowing their backs out. Um, The team got hot right at the right time. Bro. You know, they Talk their, about it. They fired their coach this year, too. Did they? Joe Girardi was their manager. Oh, the he was. That's crazy. And they fired him. That's wild. All it takes is a team to buy in. Yeah, for sure. Once, it, once the players buy in, it's fucking... It's over. Yeah. It's over. It's and then baseball's just... It's just when you catch, like, the hot streak. Honestly. And there's so much camaraderie in baseball, too. Yeah, because they got so many games. Like they fucking, what they start in March and they're we're going. It's November first and they're yep. still fucking playing. Yeah, it's nuts. But yeah, like baseball, like, I don't know. Once you start seeing the ball, like you go on a like a hitting streak, you're just fucking right. You're hot. You're ready to go. Yeah, there ain't no stopping. So with pitchers, like once pitchers, like once they get in that groove. Oh yeah, and their bullpen's tough for Philly. Yeah. Yeah, they got some good guys on that team. All right. Well, it's Tuesday, November 1st. And For the fourth time. <laughs> <laughs> if you uh, caught on to the intro for this episode, I think we might as well just get right to the big news. We'll talk about Nuggets and Avs. Hopefully, recap the game first? Hopefully at some point. No, we can recap afterwards. I, th- I think this needs to be okay. the topic of discussion. Unless you want to recap the game. I was thinking we close with the... Close with all Chubb? The trade stuff, yeah. Okay. Because it'll be the bulk of it. Let's just get the other shit out the way real quick. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay, well, I mean, the Denver Avs, Broncos went to... Oh, you yeah. want to oh, start go, with... Let's go sack Broncos. Chubb. Yeah. <laughs> we can do sack and then Chubb. Oh, what happened on the fan today? <laughs> Fucking... Oh, what was it? Some They were talking to somebody on the fan, and... I think they were talking to Mike Kliss, and he said something about, like, pulling Chubb or something like that, or, like, <laughs> grabbing Chubb, and Derek Wolf just started fucking laughing. Did you hear Derek Wolf talk about or the geese outside? Yeah. That, I, I was to take fucking, a shotgun to him. I was dying yeah. at that. Um, okay, well, then let's fucking rewind. Starting off with the sack? Yeah. Yikes. There wasn't a lot. There's the a lot of yikes, games. I think, yeah. in, in the sack. 
The Avalanche blew a 3-0 lead to the Islanders. They bounced back the next night and beat the Devils. F- no. Oh, no. They got shut out. one nothing. It was one nothing the night before, and um, then the Island- Islanders the next night. Was that how it was? Yeah, because okay. the Islanders won. Or the Devils won. That was the one that Frankie started. Yep. He didn't have too bad of a game, I mean. No, you let one go. Yeah. Um, our defense is not playing very good at all. No, but that was our, the start our, last year, too. Yeah, but this year is... Uh, it's not concerning, but it's it's starting to get to that point. I think we hit... Like, this year, now that we know what the expectations are, we need to possibly hit the panic button a little sooner, I think. Last year, it was kind of like, eh, eh you know? I think I for just this year with the expectations going into the year, you're defending your cup. You have the best defenseman, if not player, in hockey. Uh, his partner that plays next to him is a top 10 defenseman, if not top 5. Mm-hmm. Top 7, we'll say. Um, and all the guys behind him are just feeding off of that and getting better day by day. You have a 15-year vet in Eric Johnson. Um, so, yeah, it is, it's a little concerning. I'll say that you, you could probably... Because I don't know too much about hockey, but they were saying that... Like, I don't know how big of a role this would play in, like, your defense-wise, but they are saying they're without, as of right now, four forwards from last year. Okay. Like that were on the roster that or were, like that are that, hurt that are, currently? So you got two that are hurt. Okay. Because you got Val and yeah. Gabe is out. Yeah. And then... You lost Berkey and, and Nas. Nas. Okay. And I don't know how big of a factor that would play in. I mean, we we have such an offensive defensive core. I feel like you have to th- those guys have to gel with everybody yeah. more than what you would typically see on a typical hockey roster. But I don't think that's the problem. Um, I mean, they're getting shots up every game. Mm-hmm. I'm not sure what the goals look like for everybody on the defensive side, but it's more of and it you can't put all the defensive uh, miscues. On just, just on the, the defense, you know, yeah. forwards are responsible for that too, which we really criticized Mac for at the beginning of, year of at the beginning of the year last year. Yeah, because um, he wasn't helping out on that end. For, so from what I've seen, it looks like a group effort, but you, and I just said you can't put it on just the defenseman, but you can give him a majority of the blame or mm-hmm. you know whatever you want to call it. Just due to that is that's your job, you know. Yeah, it's kind it's kind of like. When the Broncos play on defense, it's, you know, it's Justin Simmons' job or whoever's job to get the plays in, you know? Yeah. And it's communication starts with the defensive core in hockey as you're on the retreat, you know? Um, hopefully they can clean it up, and there's still a couple new guys on this team, too. Um, we know Bednar likes to mix shit up. He likes to see... Yeah, constantly. He likes to see who plays well together, and we know that. And it could change from year to year, you know? Mm-hmm. so Game to game. Game to game. and But I'm saying, like... Uh, who plays well together no, specifically? Yeah, yeah. Um, so, I, mean, I, I am a little concerned. I, and it could have been too. The guys were really just focused on this Finland trip, and then you were without Val, and and you're without your your goal leader, mm-hmm. and who's leading the NHL in goals. Um, so that's understandable too. And then, like I said, it also could have been they were kind of looking forward to this Finland trip, whatever that may mean. Mm-hmm. Not really sure. Um, just not there all the way. The one oh the one zero game is a little different. Uh, I mean, your goalie let one by. That's kind of on the and you know it seems like your defense tightened up obviously. So it's kind of on the offense. You got to put pucks in the back of the net. And I mm-hmm. believe they only were only in like the mid twenties for shots of that game. There wasn't a lot of offensive production. No, they were. Uh, when I watched, it seemed like they were outskated. 
which is weird to say with this Avs team, but but it'll happen. I mean, but that that they were saying that Devils team is really young. Like they're taking the the Avs model in while they're building that team. Yeah, that Devils team. So and they've been in a rebuild for a few years. Um, so I mean that's like we said more of. You know, we got we to gotta produce and get some pucks in the back of the net. And that was on uh, Friday. Mm-hmm. Let, me see, let me see how many shots they had. Because I last I looked, I wasn't watching. Um, let's see. Yeah, they only had 24 shots on goal, which is like a, a rare off night. You know, for this offensive team and, and how how they can produce. I mean, every I don't remember remember the thirty five shots a goal and stat that I brought up in the cup. They were like fourteen and one or something stupid. Yeah, or like they were something something and something. When they shoot. like a crazy winning record when they put thirty five or more up and when they weren't they were like one, whatever whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, I can't remember that off the top of my head. And as far and I my bad it was four or five against New York not, not three five and. You put thirty-seven shots up that night, so they their goalie saved thirty-three. Here's what pisses me off: is you let your goalie face forty-three shots. I mean, no matter what team you play, they they face forty-three shots nine times out of ten, they're going to beat you. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, we need to tighten some fucking screws on defense for sure. Uh, you you're up three zero, and I mean, if anybody knows it best, this team knows not to get lax days goal comfortable to lead. I don't think they know how to either. Like they're not just a defense. Like they have to keep their foot on the gas to stay productive. Yeah. When they get lax days goals, when you see those defensive lapses and yeah, stuff like that. Like in the playoffs, that's what we were like big on. Was they you could tell they were just constantly on a go. Like even yeah. when they got up on teams, they were yeah. just there was no looking back. Yeah, yeah. And I understand it's regular season. It's eighty two games. Yada yada yada. President's Trophy doesn't mean shit, but you also want to try you to gotta, host you again. have to, you have to yeah, and you have to stay disciplined, stay well coached. You know, yeah. What are you messing with? <laughs> <laughs> Fucking Velcro. Uh, so yeah, that's that's my little rant for them. I'm a little concerned. Uh, they should be okay. Uh, they're uh, they're well coached enough. They're built well enough. Evan Rodriguez is uh, coming into his own on this team, which is nice to see. Um, he has a handful of goals, and yeah, that's pretty much it for them. I don't, I don't really think anything else. They're on an eighty-two game season, right? Correct. Two? Yeah. And for Yorgiev to be that young and face forty-three shots, and only I know he gave up five, thirty-nine it's, saves. It's kind of a lot, but right. I mean, the f- I mean, you can't ask a lot. <laughs> Jesus, you know. I'm sure when he's so far for the games he played, he's been accustomed to facing thirty or less. Yeah, I can almost guarantee we can go look at all of his games. He hasn't faced more than thirty shots, so they'll be all right. Hopefully, they tighten it up. And yeah, if they're five hundred, come like the end of like the first quarter of the season, because yeah. that's how I break up all of these sports. Fucking yeah. professional, I break them all up into quarters for sure. If they're at five hundred for the first quarter of the season, then I'll be a little worried. Okay, what if they're like a, like two games over? So because that'd be ten and ten ish, something like yeah. that. Something like that. Because so right, they're, they're like, right now they're fi- they're five hundred and they're not like getting any better. Yeah. Because by the court first quarter of the season was when they by the end of the first quarter of the season was when they were last year was when they started like to turn it on and they were like and it was just all then, fucking hell breaking. Yeah, they the, lost what, second, like ten games from then on or something. Yeah, the stupid? second and third quarter was when they 
They even had injuries and they were still yeah. fucking just that running guy's through on COVID everybody. And stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Anything for them you want to add on to? No, not really. <clears throat> not really worried. Let me go on my rant. <clears throat> yeah. First quarter, I'll be worried. Okay. I just think they've been there before, so it's not like. I think last year was different because they knew they had that like more of something to prove. Mm-hmm. This year they're getting everybody's best punch too. Like if it was last year, I think that Islanders team, you get three up, you go up three zero on that Islanders team, and I think they don't let up off the pedal, and I think they just just put it to them. Yeah. I think this year they're expecting like, oh, we're the Stanley Cup champs. Like they're just gonna lay down now. Okay. Okay. Mm-hmm. I think we said two and zero. They're one and one. We were off they went the game, one and one. Yeah. but this is a weird week. They don't play that Finley game till this weekend. So. Oh yeah. It's like, it's like yeah. Friday <clears throat> at eleven thirty too. They have two out there, right? Is that what we said I it was? I think so. I don't. I can't. Remember. I can't remember. We'll look it we'll up. We'll talk on about Thursday. it on preview. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> uh, left nut to right nut in the sack. Nuggets, huh? Nuggets. I'll let you. What do they have two or just the one? Kick this one off. They had two Jazz and Lakers. Friday and Sunday. Jazz one was a big win. Jazz one was a huge win. Yeah, they were. Nuts. And that was a good team Bones, win. Bones was nuts. Your starters sat so much. Like, yeah, there wasn't rested. a single starter over 28 minutes. Yeah, Sorry, so that, that's wrong. Um, I think Jokic had over... 30. It yeah. was over 30. MPJ and Bruce Brown played 30. Jokic played 25. Jamal and AG played 21. It's good. It's a, I mean, that's exactly what you want in a long season. And for Bones your bench had, to step up like that. And Bones had, what, 27? 26. 26. 26. Um, Why do you think Bones had 26 and 24 minutes? Do you think it's because Malone knew he had a hot hand that night and just let it roll? Well, I, I just think the second unit was playing good together as a whole. Defensively, like, uh, Brown was playing really good. Christian Brown, he was playing really good defensively. He had 10 points, too. Yeah, he was all over the place, actually. Uh, DeAndre had 12 points. MPJ playing with that second unit looked really good, so that's why his minutes were up there. DeAndre Jordan had 13 rebounds. Yeah. Found our backup center, huh? So far? So far. I mean, he had a... Against the Lakers, he was okay. But they were... That second unit was... Non-existent against the Lakers at all. No. I think... They let everything slip. Uh, and then every, Bones didn't play. Every starter was in the plus, and every minus was in the minus. For or Every, every bench, bench player was, was in the minus. minus. Yeah. yeah. And I think with Bones not playing, it shows what... Uh, a key role he has with that bench unit. And how he, who he is. And the, just the energy he brings, it lifts their level of play, especially on the offensive side. But, like, with the Lakers, if they can get, I think that was the best game I've seen Russell Westbrook play in a Lakers uniform ever. And he came off the bench. Oh, yeah, he's gonna, which, which he's is to because he played starter minutes off the no, bench. No, he's going to start coming off the bench. That's his. That's going to be his role. Yeah, but I mean, Pat Bev's gonna be their starter, and they're gonna bring because in the in the second quarter, second and third quarters, he destroyed the Nuggets second unit. He's a bench killer, huh? Yeah, at this point in his career, like, and if that's the case, I mean, no, yeah, but that was the best like game I've seen that Lakers team play. That was also ever. Anthony Davis's best game, and I and he hurt his probably, back. <laughs> yeah, probably leading back to next year or yeah. going back to next year. I'd even see maybe before that too. Yeah. So. so I wasn't too yeah I wasn't too worried I don't know four and three so you're seven games in you have a seven game you really have like a four or five game dose of the big four playing together yeah I mean you still don't have a big like sample size and Jamal had his best night 
Uh. Thanks, love. I texted you. Oh, I didn't get it. I didn't wrap it with love. Well, I texted you that I loved you. Oh, shit. Well, sorry. <laughs> shit smells good. I love you, Papa. Huh? I love you, Papa. Love you, Papa. <laughs> <laughs> I'll say it. <laughs> uh. But yeah, Jamal had his best game against the Lakers. What did he drop? 21? Uh, no, he took 21 shots. Uh, yeah. 21? Yeah. Yeah. Whew, I'm out of breath. That was long. Jokic, so, yeah. Yeah, I mean. You have a small sample size still, and they're coming in their own, and Jamal's getting his groove back. Um, seems like AG is like... He's taking a breath of fresh air that was much no, needed yeah, from last year, to, you like, know? He doesn't need the ball in his hands. And no. You even see, like, a com- like a different level of, like, confidence. Like, he's not as stressed. No. And he's more relaxed when he's dribbling. Like, yeah. Some of the dunks he has in the paint. Like, you know he's more way more comfortable on the on the block than some he is. Some of these like, perimeter shots he's taking. It looks like he really worked on a three-point shot in the offseason. Yeah, he hasn't hit any, though. Yeah, he has. He's had a few a big ones. He's shooting under, like, 25% right now. But for a, a fourth small power forward scorer... I mean, for him to have, I mean, but they're big threes, is what I'm saying. The ones he hits, yeah. Yes, I'll give him that. So, I'm not worried about them at all. I'm more concerned for the Abs than I am the Nuggets. And that's just because you've seen him do it before. I think. Yeah, I think with the Nuggets, it's. I think the Nuggets too. It's. I I think what everybody has to remember about the Nuggets is what I said last week when we were talking about them, and guys that played a majority of the season last year are. Three guys on this roster coming back. Yeah. And that's Jokic, AG, and Bones. <laughs> it's fucking Other than crazy. that, none of these guys have played together. Jeff Green. Well, but, and Jeff Green. But still. But he's like, like, yeah. Another bench guy. Yeah. Not on the starting four. Five. And he's even getting limited minutes down on the with the bench unit sometimes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it doesn't seem like Michael Malone's fucking around this year. So. Uh, what was I just going to say about the Nuggets, though? Oh, it seems like the Nuggets this year are what the Avs were last year. They have something to prove. Yeah. They're, yeah. And I think once they click, they're going to be really, really dangerous, too. I mean, and you, you see what MPJ shooting right now from three? 57, right? That's uh, how it was. I think it's 57 from the field, but he's like he's pretty close to 50 like from three. I think he's over 50 from three. Is he dude. over? I think so. I saw, I, thought I, saw from, I saw something on Twitter today. I think it dropped after the Lakers game. Okay. What I thought. But I know he said, because they asked him about it uh, when they were at practice today. That's what I saw, too. And he was like, oh, it's not real. That's definitely realistic, making one out of two shots. He goes, yeah. I could do that. And then he said he made, he, when he was in high school, he hit like 75% of his threes. And he wasn't lying. No, I know. I seen the. The reporter pulled the stat and it was true. 77% was what he shot. <laughs> That's fucking ridiculous. So if he shoots 12, he's making nine. Are you fucking kidding me? But, I, I mean, I doubt he was putting 12 up in high school. Well, he might have. He's he, probably his he number hit, one scorer uh, at his school. I think it's, it was like 112 out of like 145 or something like that. That's crazy. How many how many games in, in a high school season? Like Not a tw- lot. 20-something? If that. I think it's I mean, like 20-something. Depends on how far you go in the playoffs, too. True. True. Like I think before he hurt his back, too, he was projected like one and done at Mizzou. Number one pick. How many years was he at at Mizzou? One. Was it just one? And he didn't even play a full season. The year no, because he had back surgery. And then dropped to the Nuggets all the way down to like... 12. Yeah. Took him at 12. 
Okay. Good stuff over there. Yeah, definitely a lot more calming. It is. It is. It's not as uh, high stress and angst, I feel like. Even from a fan's perspective. No, oh, yeah, it's really exciting. Yeah, that's more of what it is. Well, and then, like, the energy that they just bring both teams. They just play with this, like... it's just, it, it, it. I'll tell you, though, watching Nuggets games, it's fucking weird seeing Jamal on the floor again. It's weird seeing all of them. All of them. It's yeah. weird. Well, then, there was something... Somebody had tweeted during the... It was, like, during the first home game, and it was say they said, like, seeing 11-5 and... There was another number that they had said. Not be Monte Barton and... Yeah. Whoever else. Oh, and I think it was Jermichael Green, because zero. That's the one CB's wearing. That's what Jermichael wore. Is Brown wearing zero? Mm-hmm. I thought he was wearing so. 10. It might be 10. I don't remember. So It was something, something like, like that, that yeah. Though. For sure. But yeah. Okay, good stuff with the sack. I'm going to uh, eat this real quick. Sitting here fucking talking about food and shit. Mm-hmm. After I just stuff my face. Gotta go get dinner. Chicken Caesar wrap. It's bomb. Look I made. It's not good. good. I wanted to make me another one. Okay. The Broncos went to London across the pond, huh? After that fucking horrible loss last week against the Jets that I barely remember. Uh, they took off Monday. Right afterwards, they were on the plane. We said, you know, they might need some camaraderie. Good Which long they flight did. together. Did you hear about that? What's up? Which they had right when they got there. Yeah, they had a. I saw they had a big team dinner Tuesday night. Yep. Uh, I didn't see anything else like that though. That's I just just saw they had a big dinner. I'm glad I didn't see no like posting on social media from those guys really like too no. much. No, it's good. It was pretty mellow, kind of weird. Um, rusted some high knees on the plane. Did we talk about that last week? Yeah, we did. I think so. They worked. Yo, yeah, because we were like, do we think he's going to play? You said yes. I said yes. <clears throat> um, yeah, I mean, where do we want to start? We want to start with the – let's start with the bad and end with the good. Okay. Uh, you gave up 200-plus on the ground, right? Mm-hmm. I know you gave up 156 to ETN, to ETN. himself. I don't, is- actually, it might have been under two, but – because I don't think, I think Trevor Lawrence like rushed a lot. Something. I think it was, it was like something like that. Close to that yeah. Uh, yeah, your run defense looked horrible, especially yeah. on the edge. Up the middle, it was... Mm, it was all right. It was all right. It was, it was the edge, yeah. The edge looked when they got those, horrible. What fucks it up, though, is when you get those pulling linemen out there. And you got that lineman on the DB. That know how to pull. Yeah. Cause Their line looked great. What K1 did is what every DB's taught. You're attacking. If, you're, if you can't get out of the way of that, like... If you can't make that lineman miss, mm-hmm. you go right at the hip to the knee of that lineman. Yep. Because you got if you knock him down, then that running back either has to go over that guy or around him. You know, it makes it that much harder. It's not just a straight path. Yeah. And now that the NFL said, like, that's not legal anymore, so. Think teams will just take absolute advantage of that? Yeah. I don't, I'm, I'm surprised you don't see more teams actually taking advantage of it, hmm. honestly. Okay. I mean, you get a guy who's fucking 300 pounds and moves like the way... <laughs> what was that Robinson that was moving? Is that who that was? No, he's gone. Um, For the Jags? I don't know. Whoever their lineman was who fucking pulled. <clears throat> and then Kwan Williams is probably like, what, 190? 
Let me pull it up. Like, uh, K, yeah, K1's probably not 190, 200. Yeah. He ain't over 205. No. No way. No, no, because uh, PS2 is 205. He's, their he's biggest probably like 185. He's about 185, 190. Because yeah. I know Chris Harris in that knuckle corner spot, he was 190. <clears throat> yeah, so ETN at 156. We were right on that. Trevor Lawrence had 3 for 15. Uh, where did it go? Oh, Jermichael Hasty had 4 for 13. Mm-hmm. And then uh, Zay Jones had 1 for 7. But you gave up 156 to ETN. But he, I mean, he did that shit. He does that to everybody. He's he averaging in college. Like, he's averaging like eight yards a carry right now. And he, yeah, he averaged six and a half against. Like the that's why they traded James Robinson. So mm-hmm. he's not uh, a terrible. It's not like you just. It's not like last year when you gave up all those rushing yards to a guy who got picked up off the practice squad and then right, just came in and, against Cleveland. Yeah, and I don't want to be this guy, but you do have to, if you take away the 49 yard run that he had, he only had 107 yards. 23 carries. I, I, you don't want to see a rusher go over 100, mm-hmm. but on 23, <clears throat> it means you're giving up just over four. I mean, mm-hmm. it's still, which is average in the NFL. Yeah, it's average. Um, but I mean, you're not, it's not six and a half, you know. Mm-hmm. And he had multiple runs, he had some runs where he was stopped behind the line, he had some runs where he got eight, you know. So the run defense was, I, it was kind of shocking. That they were that bad, I wasn't really ready for a big rushing attack. I was mm. ready more for a little bit of an air show. Um, nothing cr- like you know, not like we're pl- not Kansas City. No, um, yeah. But I know Trevor Lawrence has been throwing the ball well, and I mean, shout out to Etn. He caught fire. Doug Peterson called a great run game. Um, that was that. That's that was my one big negative. I'm trying to think of what else. Special teams like iffy. Yeah, the blocking on returns is fucking it's, terrible. It's, it's horrible. And, and it's I know like it's, it's the like, same, not play, but play every kickoff. Whether it's a well, punt no, or a, a kick. Of, like, I said this in the, when we were doing our offseason one, when we were talking about like just tight ends blocking. Like It's all effort-based. Like Blocking uh-huh. is all effort. Like Yeah. It's all a want to. If you want to do it, you want to do yeah. it. Yeah. And... For like a punt return, you only need like two blocks to spring a guy for fifteen. Right, and we're not even getting that. Like, we're not even getting the first block. We're not even getting yeah. downfield and, fast and he'll, before the. And even Montreal, like when he does catch him and he does have room, he'll make the first guy miss. Uh-huh. And then there's four guys right there within five yards, and uh-huh. there's none of like no Broncos. Right it looks there. like it's going to go from a twenty plus yard return to like seven. Yeah, quicker than shit. Mm-hmm. Right yeah. after he makes that first guy miss, and then yeah. some of them he. He has no choice but for a fair catch. Yeah. And he gets swallowed. There's three defenders around him waiting for a muff punt. Yeah. Every time. Every single time. So we got to um, clean that up a little bit maybe. I mean, And then you had a, you had a delay of game on a on kickoff, kickoff because you scored a touchdown and you haven't fucking scored all year. And you get a delay of game on the kickoff ensuing the touchdown. I don't think that has anything to do with them not scoring the touchdown. That's, like, I it's think a, it's, that's what I'm saying as a frustrated like fan. Oh. Yeah, you finally get you the know. touchdown, and then you have the yeah. Yeah, it's like Jesus, come on. And it was man. because they didn't have a guy out there either, which is the second big time we've heard of this. Mm-hmm. Don't know how many other times it could have flown under the radar, because you yeah. know it was a good punt or something, or you know, good cut, whatever. Yeah, whatever. So I mean, there's that. Um, going to the penalties, you had ten in the first half. You had more penalties than you did points. That's unacceptable. It's a undisciplined football team, mm-hmm. clearly. And some of them were ticky tack, but yeah, some of them were, but. I mean, when you're the most penalized team in the league, you know, the refs are going to know that going into Sunday. Oh, yeah, so you know they're, they're going to look for everything. Yeah. So, 
I mean, you know, we used to give the Raiders. I feel like the Raiders went on like a fucking streak of being the highest, no, oh, yeah, highest like, team in the league. And yeah, once uh, <coughs> Del Rio left, and even yeah. when they got uh, Gruden, Gruden, yeah, yeah, and it's like that's was their. That's and it's us like, now. Don't yeah, don't be don't become that. Um, sloppy football for for with that. Uh, I mean, we really. I don't remember who the referee of, like, who was in New York for our game, but on that, uh, was it um, Latavius or Mel? It was the Latavius Murray touchdown. Quinn Miners got away with a false start. The referee that they brought in said technically it wasn't because it was start, right yeah. on the snap, but, I mean, it could it really could have gone either way. Um, PS2 had kind of a ticky-tack PI. The ball wasn't catchable, but then again, come on, Patrick. You, you know you can't hug somebody. Yeah. Um Trying to think of big ones. The taunting, Justin Simmons one. He had the taunting. Yeah. Which that was a real. Go ahead. That was a real like. I don't know. They're just drawing back and forth. I don't really think you call it taunting. Yeah, but uh, we also I'm don't know sure what's in, said. Yeah, I was saying the NFL. I'm pretty sure you say the N word one time, and it's is that what he said though? It could have been. I mean, I don't, know. I don't know. I don't know. I'm not making any assumption, but or you know, I just don't the ref know, yeah. on a bad day. I think you just caught the ref on a bad day. I don't think they even know, like... You see the taunting penalty all the time. I mean... Yeah, the Rams just where, got one where, for pointing for first down. Yeah, and... You San know, Francisco, some of like, these, some, Yeah, some of these yeah. guys just, like... Yeah. They'll let the let them go the whole time where they're just jawing back and forth. That one was ticky-tacky. The one that I had a problem with with Justin Simmons was the holding that was two plays after that. Uh, uh, because he got beat. I mean, that's just no, all it was. Where... Where I don't have a problem with it is if he doesn't hold him, it's a touch. It's a touch. No, I get it. So, it's one that you got beat. And me and uh, me and Padilla were talking about this at softball what, two weeks ago. When you play DB, when you get to like, in the NFL, it's a spot foul, mm-hmm. but like high school and college, it's only fifteen yards. So if you got beat in like high school, you were taught like just grab him, okay. get the holding, get the PI. Well, Give NFL holding is only five. No. It's automatic first down, but it's only five. No, it's a spot foul. Holding is not. Or holding, yeah. But they're in the goal line, so it's half the distance. So it's not even five yards Right. where he held him. Right. So that's where I I think you got beat. It's better to allow the, take the penalty. And I, and I guess it's going to happen, too. Justin Simmons isn't a perfect defender. He's going to get beat. Well, and then he, um, he was coming down from, like... Yeah, he was essentially playing the route, which he's a safety, was, he's not a corner. He got stuck where Trevor Lawrence is rolling out right. Do you go for Lawrence? Oh, shit, there's a tight end. Yep. Do I look? You know what? I'm just going to grab him. Do I help behind me if I do go for him? Yeah. But two plays later, what did he do? Fucking save the season. Yeah, whatever you're saying. I tweeted it. I put this on my kids. I swear to God. But I didn't want to jinx anything because I didn't know if we were going to win. I tweeted on right when it happened. I said, just before the nail was put in the coffin, Justin Simmons comes up big. And I had it typed out and potentially saves the Broncos season. I was like, but we could still fucking lose, lose this game. Some, yeah. uh, so I was like, I don't want to jinx it. I just didn't want to be that guy. But I put that on my kids like it was ready to go. So, yeah, like the moment he picked that, I was like, okay, we go score and this makes it a game. That could have saved the whole year. Mm-hmm. This this year is still salvageable. It really is. We can talk about it on Thursday. Um, and it's salvageable in different levels. Mm-hmm. Playoffs is most likely out of the picture, mm. but I mean it's there's still, still a lot. You still have yeah, nine games. Yeah, you're not mathematically eliminated yet. Um, you can 
make a push. You can make a run. We've seen it happen with previous teams, whether it was the Broncos or not. So I mean, you saw the Eagles do it last year. Exactly. They were two and five, and then ended up yep. making the playoffs. Yep. They went to nine and seven the rest of the way. I think. Or Jesus Christ, nine mm-hmm. and seven. Um, they finished nine, nine and three. And, they finished nine and seven. They finished nine and seven. No, they finished nine and eight. Something like that. Yeah. Ten and seven, nine and eight. One of the two. Anyway, yeah, it's it can happen. It's it's there. It's the window of opportunity is is for sure there. Um, so we'll see what they can make of it. But yes, going back to the Simmons pick, um, trying to think of what other penalties were just absolutely horrible. I think that's all of them. That was pretty much it. That really stunt like. I mean, the second out. half was a lot cleaner than the way first cleaner. Half. That was so. the first. That was the best half of football we played. I think. I think they said you had two in the third and then none in the fourth. So yeah. Yep. Jacksonville wasn't penalized a whole lot. They they played a pretty disciplined game. Yeah, they have a really like eh. experienced coach. So yeah. it's like you know he's gonna beat the little things. Yep. <clears throat> Especially with a young team like that. He's he probably installs it in their head as we can't afford to do this. Yeah, to we don't have the veteran guys like these other teams do. We yeah. don't have the star players, so you guys have to play clean football if you even want a chance to win these games. Okay. Uh, let's go to the offense, the bad with the offense, before we get to the good of the whole game. Um, Rushing attack. It was, eh. Yeah, the whole team had 100. Mm-hmm. Uh, Russell Wilson had your longest rush of the day. With 10, yeah. But every, every other rush was at 9 yards. I mean... He got one more yard. I mean, yes, it's still the longest from your quarterback. Yeah, but it's still the longest. I mean, yeah. you expect your running back to break one for fucking 12. Yeah. One for 10 at least. Give me something. You know, yeah. Move the chains once. Um, KJ had one for nine. Russell, four for 17. Melvin, nine for 29. Latavius, 14 for 46. Yeah. They only averaged like two yards of carry or something. Like <clears throat> two yards of carry. Yeah. Rushing was obviously not the strong suit. I, I think that's kind of self-explanatory mm-hmm. on why um, Latavius Murray is our number one pack, and on probably twenty-six out of the thirty-two teams in the NFL, he's not a number one back. No, he was on the Saints practice. Squad. I mean, yeah, you can probably. I mean, he did come like in. Thirty. He did come in when Kamara was hurt, and he let him in rushing. But yeah, their line's also a lot better than ours. Yeah, uh, Melvin Gordon. I don't even know why he's on this football team anymore. Especially after today, the trade, we'll get into it. Um, he is running with no heart, no passion. Uh, I, he's scared to fumble the ball. I understand he has the you know the whole ordeal going on this year, but it's like... I think he had one run where it was a little, a little flashback. I think he took it left, lowered his shoulder, which was something I haven't seen from him in like a while. I think he okay. picked up like five, six on the run. Okay. But... Well, he had, a, he had a long of nine, so it could have been that, too. Could have been that one. Um, yeah, rushing was not good. Russell Wilson in the first half was not good. Well, the first quarter was not good. Kind of cleaned it up in the second. Started to get yeah, flowing. Yeah, the one, the one drive, right? Yeah, and, and I mean, you really can't even give him a touchdown pass to the sweep on Judy. No, that's, that was a, that's a handoff. That was um, a Mahomes fucking touchdown pass. Yeah. So, Those little ones that they always used to do to Tyreek Hill. Yeah. Um, throwing the ball and seeing open receivers, I felt like, was a good part. No, he did a lot better, yeah. Yeah, getting through his progressions to his reads, finding the open guy. 
Uh, he didn't look as like uh, un- under duress, and the offensive line I think played much better in the pass block game. Mm-hmm. He only was he was sacked three times for twenty. Let me see. Twenty-two. Um, eh. I don't want my quarterback getting hit three times. I don't want him getting hit ever. It's better than Joe Burrow getting hit six times a game. You know, mm-hmm. it's in the middle. Uh, but I, I, if do you agree that the offensive line looked much better in the pass ball game? Yeah, other than a couple of plays, but yeah, they look. I mean, he had time. He had that, and I think that's what it was. It was definitely, it. he wasn't like the times he did like escape the pocket, or he wasn't really flushed out the pocket. He kind of just took off on his own. Yeah, I saw green and went. Took yeah. it off. Okay, um, he looked okay. He looked slow on his runs, but that was kind of expected with the hand. I think the first one. The first one he looked really slow. The one he had in the fourth quarter, the ten the final, yard, yeah, the final drive, the ten yarder, he looked a lot faster on that one than he did in the first half. Okay, how do you think of the, his arm looks? His lat, the zip on the ball and stuff. Oh, it looked fine to me. I don't know. Do you think KJ was underthrown? No, I don't think so. Either. I think he put it right on him. So did I. Okay, if he puts a lot it, of people if, are saying he underthrew that. If ball. he underthrows it, it's picked. It's picked, right? Okay. K- KJ only had because he's playing it he's, at the most. A that step. corner was playing like a trail technique. Yeah. And, Anything underthrown is going to be intercepted. Yeah. Okay. I didn't think so. Some people were like, oh, that's an underthrown ball. Yeah. Okay. Um, Greg Dolchich. Let's cover him real quick because I want to – I don't want to be negative Nancy. Like, we're going to get into the good now. Yeah. <laughs> um, I don't want to be negative Nancy, but let's let's pump the brakes on Dolchich a little bit. Why is he your leading receiver? I, I think he's your leading receiver because teams haven't seen him this year. You can only pull so much college film from a guy and translate it to the NFL. He's ran the same route that was on the highlight, the UCLA highlight. That's the same fucking route. He scored a touchdown on that same exact play. He caught the fucking 40-yard, 46-yard pass. Okay. It's just he's a he's a matchup nightmare. Like, I don't know. What are you going to do, put a safety on him? Why do you got to flare your nostrils like that, bro? You know, are I you was just saying this. Just, huh? Are you answering my question? Are you going to put a safety on him? Uh, yeah. Let's put it. Let's well, now you have to him. now you have to play cover one in the middle. Okay. Okay. Now you open up the outside. Okay. KJ, you can't cover one on one. Oh, you can't cover KJ one on one. Really? Why? Why can't you cover him one on one, Tony? Why can't you cover KJ one on one? Because he's fast. He's better now with his a- his ACL looks a lot better now than oh, it did at the beginning of the year. So KJ, you can game plan around KJ because he can take the top off defenses. That's crazy. Oh, my God. That's crazy. That was, it's crazy. What did I say, like, three weeks ago? What was he doing three weeks ago? He was hurt. What exactly? Is he back now? I'm giving him his do, credit. Do you have to? I just gave him his credit, didn't okay. I? Okay, can you just say, Dame, you were right? You weren't right, though. Because oh. you said you brought up three weeks ago, and he was hurt three weeks ago, and he wasn't taking the top no, 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 off. No, 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 Because you were irritated that he was even activated because we because were comparing you have, him to Jamal. Because I told him he wasn't. He was hurt. Now he's making plays and he's no longer hurt. So, okay. Do you see that now? If you, we, Okay, you the, wasted but, time. <laughs> you could have had him on the IR. Okay. You could have put Montreal in that spot, got him reps. You could have had Jalen Virgil in that spot, got him reps. Okay. You could have fucking used Jerry Judy in that spot and got him extra looks. Okay. And rested KJ. And traded KJ at the deadline. If you're going to install Monta- Montreal and Jalen. No, because KJ's doing the little things too. As far as what? Like blocking and stuff. Okay. So he's a good football player, but he was still hurt with the ACL to start the year. Okay. 
So it stunted what he could do with Russell Wilson. I, I just want to say. You're not right. No, I am right. Based off of three no, weeks ago, no, you no, no, weren't no, no, no. right. You're bringing up three weeks ago. But he go, wasn't right three weeks ago. Do you even remember the base of that conversation? Yeah. It was we were, What were we doing? The ACL injury with Jamal. Okay. And I'm still right. KJ's back. And you think he's, he's running a, a straight route. It doesn't matter. Yes, it does. Jamal has to jump. Okay, KJ's back. Has he jumped for a ball? KJ's, yes. The 50 50 ball that was just thrown to him in London. That one, he didn't jump for that. Bullshit. I'll pull it the highlight up right, right now. It was right on the fucking sideline. He had to jump for it. Not like he jumped for the one where he tore his ACL. Okay. We were he, at okay. the Jets game when he tore his ACL. Yes. And you, okay, he didn't yes, jump you, like that. You're right, right there. Exactly my okay. point. Well, KJ's running at full speed now with after a hip and ACL surgery. He's blocking grown men when he's fucking 5'4", 100 pounds in a wet t-shirt. And he's also taking jet sweeps and making guys miss and taking the outside edge and cutting. In how much space? Does it matter? Yes, it does. <laughs> he's still cutting on a, on a post-previous ACL and hip surgery. On how much space? It doesn't matter. Yes, He's it still does. Doing these things, you know what? It does matter. <laughs> We're gonna go around and around in circles. Jamal's back and KJ's back. Yeah, and Jamal's putting up twenty one, and he had mental blocks. <laughs> it wasn't the knee. Jamal said the knee was healthy, and he was out because of mental blocks. Uh, and KJ didn't produce up until when the Raiders game. Okay, three weeks ago. Exactly. Two catches. Is he producing? Is he getting big? Is do te- you just said teams have to game? Plan you have for to him. plan for him and Russ. What does Russ do best? Throw the deep ball. Exactly. Okay. And that is why Greg Dulcich is going to be your leading receiver from here on out because they're going to sit cover two, and whenever KJ has to run deep, the safeties are going to go and they're going to open up all that space for Greg Dulcich, Dulcich. and Judy. I think yeah. Judy's running his out route. As well. long as you keep him in the flat, yeah. I think and like be you good. said, in the slot. Or in the slot. Don't you ever fucking yell at me like that again? Oh, I'll yell at you. <laughs> okay. Uh, yes, Dolchez looks good. You think he's going to be the leading receiver the rest of the year? Yeah. Okay. So that's like, that means he's putting up 80 a game for sure. That's what he's did the low. What did Ant say his fucking over-under was on Sunday? It was 19 like 19 and, and, and a half. half. It's okay. not going to stay that low. No. No. There's no way. Okay. So Russ has a new weapon. A new toy to play with. Do you think... Uh, is So you said this is the same route from UCLA that you see in the big highlight when we drafted him. I remember. I know what you're talking about. It's mm-hmm. the fucking wheel route. Yeah. Uh, this is like, do you think you're going to see more shit installed with him throughout the year? Or kind of keep him as a basic it'll, route It'll guy? probably be that same stuff. It'll same it'll style. Be a sit. Wherever the open space is. That's what and that I, seems I, the play design for And him. I guess it's the same thing for like George Kittle and Travis Kelsey too. Not saying it's that's just, who he's going to play out to be. I mean, really, for any successful tight end, Mark, and like it's just they, getting them into the space. Into the space, yeah. yeah. And okay. then if you have, I can't even say if you have threatening receivers. I just think depends on how they want to play him okay. too. Because if you put a linebacker on him, you're not going to be able to cover no, him. There's no linebacker. way. No, you go zone and you let him sit and like just find the empty space. And I'll take a. I'll take two catches in a row from Dolchitz against his own defense for six yards. And it's mainly what they do after the catch, too, because he had a ball where he caught right at, like, five yards, and he took it for, like, 13. And he got to that 13 quick. Yeah. The one over the middle. Yeah. Uh, The one that Russell missed uh, two weeks ago, three weeks ago against the Raiders. 
Or is it the, or no, Chargers, the Jets Chargers, one? Chargers, Chargers, Chargers. Oh, no, it was the Chargers one. Yeah, it's the same exact play. Yeah. And Dolchins caught it and took off. Um, Yeah, he has a new weapon. So, all right, I was wrong. Maybe we won't pump the brakes on the guy. Because uh, you have the game plan for KJ Hamler. And you know, moving you have on. You plan no. for Russ in the cover two. <laughs> if you go cover one against Russ, he's going to eat you up to the outside. Okay, with who? Just anybody. I mean, that's what he did all in Seattle. No, but I was I was trying to have a good transition in Jerry Judy's game. All right, fuck. What's up with all ten? What's up with ten? Mm. Do you think he's starting to bud? It's just hard to say because we saw these games last year with flashes. With him. Yeah, you always see flashes with him, and then it's well. This is three in a row with, it, and it's not a great game by any means. But since yeah. the Vegas game, he's had fifty plus handful of catches, a, a decent amount of targets. Um, and it seems like in this game and the Jets game last week, he had more targets than it was like Cortland and everybody else. Yeah. Um, so I think Russ has found a connection there. And if Judy can play that way, give me a touchdown every other game from him. Mm-hmm. Give me one random game with two after he's been on a slot. You know what I mean? Yeah. That I'm okay with that. Um, I'm okay with that. And I think the Cortland Sutton deal is, me and you kind of talked about it. The reason he's not getting catches and or targets is because Teams see him as your number one wide receiver, so they're going to put... At the moment, yeah. At, at the moment, they're most likely going to put the number one corner on him. Yeah. Um, so... I think a lot of it's too, is he's pressing. He had one ball that <clears> should have <throat> been an easy catch, and he just... Went and he should have took hands. it for 20. Yeah. Yeah. And that was on that fourth quarter drive. Yep. With 354 left. Yep. Uh, Rush and going to more good, Russ had a, a game-winning drive. Mm-hmm. He had a clutch game-winning drive. Uh, obviously his defense helped him out on the ensuing drive with the K one pick. Uh, but the way that that game felt when, when Latavius scored that, it was almost like the dagger, mm-hmm. you know, and it's like Jacksonville was kind of like shaking a bit. I was, I wasn't, I shouldn't say upset, but like Latavius scored and I was like, oof, minute 43 left. That's still, like, I think Jacksonville had two timeouts. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. It was two. It was Cause two. they had the, they had the injured player. Yeah. Right when we got the ball back. Yeah. So I was like, oh, all right. mm. I wasn't. No. <laughs> no. Because their their best part of their offense that of all day was their run game. Okay. Their pass game was mediocre. Yeah, at best. I mean. Okay. Like I said, the, the last week was Trevor Lawrence was going to give you opportunities to make plans on the ball, and cause he's still that young quarterback. You know, he's going to yeah. try to force things because he knows he has a big arm. Yeah. For sure. Um. Obviously, your secondary looked great. We literally just talked about it. Uh, any other goods that we want to go over? Hmm. How about Nathaniel Hackett's play calling? Simplifying it. And he said in his presser, I kind of caught on it. it. This could be a complete fucking theory that I'm blowing way out of proportion. Uh, basically, he was asked about the second half. And he was like, yeah, I kind of let the offensive play caller make the adjustments that he had to. And I don't know if he slipped saying that or if he, like, meant to say it a different way, saying, yeah, me and, me and my offensive play callers adjusted. You know what I mean? But I was like, hmm, did he potentially give up play calls? In the second half? In the second half. Could you see? I, I could see a scenario where he's like, fuck, you know, we're 7-7. Seven, seven, Russia yeah. took a big sack. It's working, and we've only on one good drive, and all the other drives are still the issue. And he just says here. Here. Or it could be, what do you see and what do you think I should do moving forward versus hmm. just, you know, here's the playbook. 
I would have to go back and listen to the presser to see. God, I wonder exactly um, what he says. Yeah, I'd have to pull this it. This is where we need ants. God damn it. We need to text him. Yeah, we do. Um, so I don't know. I, I, like I said, I could be completely fucking blowing that up way out of I'm proportion. I'm trying to think of like the way the plays were called. Because it all still seemed like similar, similar to the way Hackett's been calling plays. It seemed way just more dumbified. Just that that was just simple. A, they just went back to basic stuff. I mean, the yeah, stuff, but Hackett hasn't been doing that. He's been. I, trying I think that to was do, the team as a whole though was doing that because they're trying to get back to. They know they have to fucking. They weren't connecting, so they're like, "Let's just go as easy as possible." Then why haven't we done that in previous fucking games? Because they thought it was gonna. They were gonna get it. So do you think? Okay, because the guys are saying that on the. During the game, too, during the broadcast, was Orlovsky was pointing it out. Like, the shit they were running was high school shit. Like, okay. that's the stuff we ran in high school. Route combos and shit. Yeah, it was all the same. Just really easy, just easier okay. reads, easier everything, just simplified stuff. And I think when they came in, they just made it real complicated and thought it was just going to jowl like that. Yeah. Just snap of the fingers. Everybody well, was going to get it. You just pointed something out, and we'll touch more on it, more of it on Thursday, but you just said. I think they realized it wasn't clicking and it wasn't working. Yeah. So is this going to be the springboard moving forward? I think it has the potential to. Okay. And the game-winning drive is big because you, you actually did it. You actually completed yeah. the game-winning drive. Yeah. The other games where you lost outside of the Raiders game, you had drives where you the got Colts all game the was way. I mean, you got to the six with the Colts and the Colts. You should have put that game away. They should have ran it. They you had the it. Yeah. interceptions that yeah. costed you. You yeah. you outgained the Colts yeah. and stuff. So and Russ took them right down the field in that last yeah. drive. And and you overtime. threw the pick, or you got the ball batted down. Yeah, and then you threw the the Chargers game. You had all the opportunities in OT. Like you got yeah. it in overtime. You got the ball first in overtime. Yeah, and you just couldn't. Yeah. You know? And they finally got over that hump of actually completing the drive. Okay. Good point. All right. Uh, they won 21-17. You said they were going to win 17-10, I believe. I said 17-6. We were going to lose. Yeah. What does that bring us to? Fuck. I don't even know. I don't even know. I'd have to go and listen. I we're, We don't have a winning record. I'll tell you that. No, because I think we had them winning. A couple. Yeah. Versus, yeah. The um, Jets, the... Actually, I think you had them losing the Jets. I did have us losing to the Jets. And I had us losing to the Raiders, too. You said we were going to beat the Raiders. Mm-hmm. And I had us losing to the Chargers, but I think you had us losing to the Chargers. I can't remember. Me either. We say we're going to do all this shit, and we never do. We're going to write it down. We're going to do this. We're going to do that. Fucking guys. I guess that's what happened when you're a dad, huh? You got way too much other shit to deal with. It's mainly the job. The dad's the easy part. Yeah, having to work. It is the job. It really <laughs> is the job. Having to work the 10-hour days and then come do this. Yeah. Okay, hopefully they can use it as a springboard. Um, we'll get more into the upcoming like bye week, I guess, on yep. Thursday, um, and kind of what we can do from here. And yeah, I was happy. It was a good way to start Sunday off. Sunday off, really good way. To you start saw Sunday. a lot more positives. You saw more positives in this win did than you did against San Francisco and um, and Houston and Houston. You know, this felt more of this felt like a win. Yeah, I mean, seeing KJ with Russ after the, yeah, was what gave me hope. That's yes, uh, the hundred percent. The locker rooms together. 
Yeah. Are they losing the locker room? Is Russ this guy who's going to lose everybody? Is he but, not? But, is he not but, connecting with them? Is, yeah. His receivers see, are mad. Yeah. See KJ what two weeks ago throwing his helmet, and then even when we were at the Jets game, he threw his helmet on the sideline too. Did he? Yeah, on our side in the corner. I saw him. He walked away from everybody, threw his helmet down, and was like, fuck. God, I hope we can use this for a moment, man. Your next three games are winnable. I'm just going to – I'll say that right now. So, okay. (laughs) I got into a lot of Twitter Twitter arguments today. Yeah, I know. Bradley Chubb is no longer a Denver Bronco. Mm -hmm. You swapped a – Fifth for a fourth, Chase Edmonds. And the first. And the first. The San Francisco The San Francisco first. Where do we want to begin? Where do you want to begin? I know we're on opposite sides of this. Yeah. Now, we're on opposite. I understand. I knew it was going to happen. Yeah. I understand it had to happen. I feel like there were situations that were around you to avoid this. And... My brain is fucking fried on this topic, so I'm going to kind of pull up my Twitter as we go and refresh myself on what the fuck my points were, to be honest. Mm-hmm. Um, obviously, Bradley Chubb was never in your game plan. Mm-hmm. You signed Randy Gregory to a big contract. Mm-hmm. You draft Nick Benito. Mm-hmm. EJ moves Baron Browning to outside mm-hmm. instead of inside. Mm-hmm. Uh, you've had Jonathan Cooper on your roster for th- two years. Th- two years. Um, he was never in your plan if you were losing. Mm, I don't believe that. When you say we're five and three and we're tied for first in the AFC West, we're winning. We have a couple AFC West matchups after the bye that are pretty soon. We have the Raiders soon. Why are you going to break up a defense that is potentially number one in the league? Assuming that we're five and three, your your defense is number one in the league. Uh, your offense is probably putting up 20, 21 points a game, somewhere around there. They're not lighting the scoreboard up by any means, but they're doing better than what they are now. And you're gonna take that core on that defensive end, on the defensive side. I understand you have to be deep, but you let's be deep with good proven players. So why? So if we're five and three. Why are you, for one, why are you going to break that up? And even if George Payton was true on his word, saying even if we were 5-3, and 3-5, three, three and five, whatever the case may be, we were going to trade Bradley Chubb no matter what, I I think the trade looks different. I think if we're 5-3 and three and you do trade Bradley Chubb versus just saying, fuck it, let's franchise him next year, give him a prove it year, pay him 20, because you have the cap room to do that, by the way, because now what are you going to do with it? But we'll get into that later. So let's say you are 5-3, and three, you do trade Bradley Chubb. George Payne is not going to insist on a first-round pick. He's not. And he's going to just let Bradley Chubb go wherever he wants. He, L.A., fucking wherever. He's going to get a second and a fifth for Bradley Chubb. Because at the end of the day, what? What? Why are you shaking your head? Because George Payne loves his draft picks. Does he, though? Yeah. Because now this changes the whole concept of the Russell Wilson deal. No, because Russell's different. You were going after a proven quarterback, I, and that's where you risk you you felt going into this next draft that there were no quarterbacks that you were willing to use your first round pick on. So okay. why not give it up for a proven guy? Okay. Okay. 
And then trading Bradley Chubb, if you were 5-3, and three, I mean, you saw the Los Angeles Rams do it last year where they traded the, their play caller on defense to you and still go win a Super Bowl. So I don't think it would have affected him at all. And I think Miami still would have been the highest bidder because they would still probably be 5-3 and three too because our schedule doesn't conflict with their schedule at all. Okay. They still would have needed the edge rusher. They still would have had the extra first-round pick. And George Pace, we saw George Payton last year get the most out of Von Miller when he traded him for the second and the third. No, nobody was going to give up a first round pick for Von. Well, then why did he just of his sign age? A, why did he just sign a six? Because he six went. Year extension he for went in the playoffs and fucking destroyed. He proved it in the playoffs. You he nah. he had like six seven sacks from the time he got to LA to the. Super Bowl. No, I I know that, and that's why he got paid. But I also yeah, think so. that you still have to pay that guy. And he, I think you, I think George Payton so, really rushed the Devon Miller trade last year, and he probably he could have got like a first and a fifth. He could have gotten a first round pick for Vaughn. I and don't think I, so. He's a Hall of Fame. He's a first ballot Hall of Famer. But he wasn't producing up that much going into yeah, the but trade. If you're, if you're a team who's going to trade for the guy, you're going to do study on him and realize that Vic Fangio was using him in the most fucked up way possible. But and he was getting in, doubled how still often? In, he was still getting in pass rush situations. It was... No, I understand that. When Even when he was one-on-one, he wasn't what he was. So that's where Vaughn... Everybody was talking about it's the decline for Vaughn, and then he goes into those six, seven games and just fucking destroyed. And then okay. Buffalo was like, well, we got an offense that could put up points like that. We're just going to pay him the money. Okay. Um, I forgot where else I was going to go. Chase Edmonds is on this deal for one reason and one reason only. They were it's, trying to get rid of him. They were, they were, yeah, let's just put him on the deal to make it look prettier. Uh, and Melvin Gordon's not going to be Yeah, the Broncos needed a by, dual by threat we, running back. By the time we play Tennessee, Melvin Gordon will not be a Denver Bronco. I don't know. George Payton said he's going to be the starter. Well, if that's the case, then this fucking... This, Franchises in more shambles than what the fuck I thought. I don't think they want to lose money. You're paying thing. them. You're paying them the vet minimum four mil. It, I thought it was like two and a half. Four. Yeah. Eat him. the four. Eat the four. Okay, he scored a touchdown for you on fucking Sunday on the two yard line. Latavius did it too, and Latavius did more to get to that two than Melvin did the whole game. He it's, yeah. he's a waste of space. I, I don't see them cutting. He's a drama queen, and it's it, because George Payton doesn't want to make himself look bad and admit that he was wrong. To bring him back. That's why well, he, he brought him back on the vet minimum, too. So, you either way, it's still back. budget. Yeah. Cut. Yeah. He's worthless and he's, he doesn't need to be on this team. That's just yeah. the fact of the matter. He's a cancer. I think they'll, he, I mean, he won't be back for sure next year, but what do you have to lose? You're at this point, you're running back by committee. It's not like he's going to get a lot of touches, anyways. Then don't say he's a starter. Say we have a game plan for Melvin and just leave it at that and cut yeah, the Yeah, but the. Guy. Then just I mean, cut they said the same thing last year. They said he but, was the starter, and then Javante would get half the carries. Yeah. It, it's what they do all the time. All the NFL teams do it. Jordan's you say guys his, that, his press conference today was just very fucking corny to me and just fake and funny. Like, like, the uh, media wants to give Russ all this shit, but it's like George Payton. Uh, uh, he was asked about Albert O, who hasn't played in four, three, four fucking yeah, weeks because he's fucking garbage, and George Payton, did George Payton draft him too? No, he, that was Elway. Okay, then why why is Albert O even on this roster? Why is he on the roster? Because you need to keep a guy who knows the system. Go get somebody off the practice squad who can put, probably he, he's do more than this. He's gonna be on the practice squad. He's he's, gonna he's be healthy gone. scratches right now. It's a waste of a spot on the practice squad. Too. Who are you? What are, who else? Go are you get put a there? fucking conditional sixth form for all I give a shit. 
you can't get that until the end of the year when you let him walk. So let him walk. That's what they're going to do at the end of the year. It's just dumb. Then go get, you should have got something for him today. You should have got a seven Nobody for wants him. You can't get mad at Peyton. No, for, no, 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 you can't on, get mad no, no, at no, no, Peyton no. for previous drafts because of guys fucked up. This is this is where I hated about the Bradley Chubb today because everybody's like, "Well, this is why you should have drafted Josh Josh Allen five fucking years ago because you're <laughs> trading away Bradley Chubb." And it's like, "Well, you, you can't get mad at George Peyton for that." No, you know no, 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 what George no, that's, Peyton that's just Elway. did? That's Elway. He did what Elway should have did with Vaughn when we started fucking struggling with Vance Joseph. He traded a guy. At his highest potential to get the most for him. Yeah, for sure. And, and now said, George, and he's he's did, a GM that's did LA resign Vaughn? Yeah, and then he resigned he Vaughn, him, right? And okay. then that's when Vaughn comes on. Vaughn came on the radio because me and you were on the call that day. Vaughn comes on the radio with Zach and Stokely asking about the contract. asking about a contract. That's right. That's right. And he got mad right. at him. That's right. And yep. yep. Then yep. before you know it, George Payton was like, "Fuck, I got to give this like." Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. I'm gonna give this guy a contract, and then they end up moving on for him in a trade. Three seasons ago, was that yep. three? Yeah, I yeah. think so. Okay. Uh, yes. So, I, like, but going back to the Albert O thing, the, just the way that George Payton was talking today. He oh, has he's to a talk great player, blah, blah blah. And I understand as a G, you like, don't have just, to though. You know, you you could get around those questions. You and, don't have to and, say and Albert O's a great player. We believe in him. He's gonna get more touches here coming soon. You just say you never know though. You never know how the NFL is going to be. Maybe in practice, he because he still practices with the team. You got to keep his confidence up in some way. You can't just be like, "Yeah, he fucking sucks." He's just going to sit on the sideline the rest of the season. We don't know why we have him. He's a waste of a fucking spot. He's not us. He can't. He, I know he can't say those team. words, but he doesn't have so to he's say he's like, a great player. He's this. He's going to get more touches. We believe in him. All you have to say is, "Yeah, you know what? I know Albert O's had some recent struggles. We've had some conversations with him. Maybe and Coach they do Hackett, believe we're going to have a resolve for it. Maybe That's they do believe say. that he has an opportunity to get more touches. Then suit maybe him. Maybe they least. do. Jesus Christ, he hasn't even put a uniform. Maybe on he in hasn't three proved weeks. it in practice. And then with Greg Dulcich coming in, it's like, well, exactly. And if he hasn't proved it in practice, and you just because if you could have star, if you could have two of them. Albert Alberto's not coming anywhere near Greg. Dol- um, Greg Dolchich might have more fucking career receiving yards now than Alberto does. I know that's an exaggeration. He doesn't. But I mean, <laughs> Jesus Christ, what is Alberto? He can't block. He can barely catch the fucking ball. He can't run after the catch. So what is he good for? Why is he even on this team? Why didn't you go get something minimal for him today? There's no value for him out there. Then let no him other walk. team wants him. That's what they're going to do at the end of the year. No, now you can't because then you don't get the conditional. Pick for him. Okay, then I was and wrong about the conditional pick, and it's an irrelevant pick anyway. Who who are you going to get that's going to go be a fucking star you see in the seventh him round? Put these picks together to trade up to get higher picks. Gee, he's playing the long game. You can't play the long game when you have Russell Wilson for, for four, four years. years. You can't four years. Four years. Yes. You know how long four years is? Four fucking years. And you're upset because and he's it's got not a even first... guaranteed that it's four years with the way his fucking health has been lately. Christ. You just never know how health goes, though. Then don't play the long game. Don't get into a small rebuild. You're, you really think we're making the playoffs this year? It, there's a chance. You think we're a Super Bowl contender this year? No, but there's a chance exactly. to make the playoffs. There's, yeah. There's, okay, why, then not, why, did you why trade, not get a pick? Why did you trade Bradley Chubb to get a fucking the a pick first? at number 28, 29? Potentially 30 or 31 or 32. Because you could trade up in the draft to get him. They're trying to get a right tackle with that pick. You could get a good right tackle at 20. 20 and less. Ryan and Ra- less. Ryan Ramchek. 20 and less. Who are you going mean, to trade no, for the like, first round? I mean, 20 to, 20 and less. Because a higher pick for me is the one. 
That's the highest pick you could get. Right. Right? 20 and less. It's 20 to 32. Exactly. Right now, if you if the season ended today, you got the 20th pick. Ryan Ramchek, who's the starting right tackle for the Saints, who was drafted after Garrett Bowles, who's won an All-Pro the, his year. rookie year. It was, oh, it was rookie? his rookie year because I year? wanted Ramchek, yeah. and we drafted Bowles. Same thing with Quentin Nelson, who's a center, which interior linemen are even harder Guard. to find. Guard? Guard. Same thing. It's really not, but you know what I'm saying. Okay, well, then here's my deal. You traded away Bradley Chubb, and you, you took away a defensive captain who the guys obviously believe in, the guys obviously love. There's multiple fucking players. I understand it's a business. Yeah. It's the NFL. It's called the not for long for a reason. It's a business. They had to do what they had to do. I get that. That's why I'm on the... F- I understand that side. It was going to happen. It was going to happen. Yeah. The way that it was... The way that it happened. San Francisco could go win a Super Bowl. You could pick at 32. And I'll tell you Omar what. Jackson there's probably a fucking higher... There's probably a higher percentage of guys that are picked in the top 15 that have worked out versus 15 through 32 that haven't. It give me a so premium. George. No, I'm just saying George Payton. In order for this to work out, and we won't know for another four years, probably until Russell Wilson's gone, if this is even gonna fucking work. And, and Bradley Chubb's gonna go it. get a new contract. You think Chase Edmonds years. gonna be on the roster next year? Uh, probably if Melvin's not here. I doubt it. I, unless Chase Edmonds plays like he did in Arizona before he got. Uh, Cut in, in Miami. He was picked being him up. used different in Arizona than Miami. But is it was he productive? So if, unless in Arizona, Chase no, yeah, in Arizona, in, okay. he was very productive. So unless Chase Edmonds can be productive here, and you hit the nail on the head for, and he signs a fucking extension, which Miami's paying him six million this year, and he's on their books. You're not paying a single fucking dime to this dude. Yeah, which is why he was so irrelevant in the first place. You're not gonna. You want. You didn't want to pay Melvin over. Whatever he got this year, the four and a half, but you're going to go extend Chase Edmonds for 24 for three next year? No, get out of here with that. So who else would you, would you re-sign Melvin You're going to go have to draft a guy. And guess what? And you, you have a first you round pick. You have a guy that steps up, but you're not going to draft a running back in the first round. I understand. that We're prob- almost 10 times out of 10 going to get a right tackle. 100%. And I'm, yes, I'm on board with that. I'm just saying that if you don't hit this ne- this draft pick on the head of the nail, this makes everything look bad. Which... And this also give a premium round pick where George Payton drafted a guy who doesn't show some upside or make some play in a game that he plays in. Okay, Patrick Chassan is obviously one of the greatest picks probably in franchise history. So th- this is his first draft. So his first round pick, Sertan. His yep. second round pick, uh, that year, um, Javante. Who I, do you want to be real about Javante? He's hurt now. Two years, he probably won't be on the roster. Uh, it depends on how bad his knee injury was, but yeah. Well, but you were high on him in the pick until his knee injury. Yeah, don't, don't, no, no, don't no, 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 change no, 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 because, no, 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 I'm don't not change, change that. I, yes, I was high on him. Was he having a better year than last year? He wasn't being used the same. They were splitting carries. The offense wasn't as good. He split carries last year, but the offense wasn't as good. The play calling was. They the were more. They were so much more year. run they, heavy last year. Then so, this year? Yes, so no, he wasn't producing like he was last year, right? The way they were using you him. You got an though. average running back in Javante, let's be honest. But you were so high on him in the first two. 100%. Before the knee injury, you were high on him. So you can't change that now because now no. that you have a way to look at it no, and but spin it with saw, the trade. I understand I was high on him last year. And but the, you were high on him great. this year. Everybody going was. In. And his production exactly. wasn't there, though. It wasn't there. 
Because he was splitting carries. He split carries last year. He got less carries he last was, year. He was he in got a, more carries this year than last year. And he he wasn't was producing. in a trajectory to get the bulk of the carries. They started limiting Melvin's carries up until the injury happened. You can't speculate everything. You can't hypothetically say. You can't tell me they were. In that game, Melvin... Javante Williams had all the carries going in, and then he blew his knee in the second half. Right, because Melvin had the scoop and score fumble. Yeah. I understand that. And it was on that trajectory to Melvin being cut that point. Mm. Mm. I'm just saying he wasn't producing as well as he was last year. Neither was the whole offense. Then that's an so even you can't bigger put problem. That all well, that's him. an even bigger problem because you just gave up Bradley Chubb, Noah Fant. What does Bradley Chubb Harris. have to do with the fucking offense? What does Shelby Harris have Lit- to do? Was Noah Fant producing last year in the offense? You gave up. Was a Noah first- Fant producing last year in the offense? No. Exactly. So it doesn't matter. He okay, wouldn't have hit- did shit this year. You would still have Dulcich. So you're still convinced that we won the trade? No, because they're playing better, and as of right now, we're giving them the that higher pick. But we have Russell Wilson, and you, those other players don't really mean anything. What's Shelby Harris doing in Seattle? I'm, I'm, let me get to my what I'm telling you here. For Russell Wilson, I, because I told you earlier that with trading Bradley Chubb, he's essentially included in the Russell Wilson deal now. Because you gave up two firsts, two seconds. Fuck the players. Don't even mention the players' names. So you gave up two firsts and two seconds. To get one of those firsts back, you had to go get Bradley Chubb. Who was going to walk this year. Franchise him and give him a prove it they year. Didn't you have cap this space. This was his prove it year, and he they was proving it. So why do you not he, resign him and break he had up a defensive? Five and that, a half sacks in the first game. The last three games he's did nothing. Okay, and but pressure. Is he still getting pressure? Is he allowing his a other guys bit. to get sacked? How many times does, did does he have pressure from the left? Does pressure from the left side not give pressure on your right side to get the guy on the right side a complete sack? Did the, or someone did the guy the on the right get the sack? Draymond Jones, no, the pressure is in the main pressure is from the middle, and Draymond Jones is having a lot better year than what Bradley Chubb was having at this point in the season. Okay. From the time Randy Gregory got hurt, Bradley Chubb has been non existent. Okay. You want to know why? Because most of the time in the NFL, when you have a fucking two, did Demarcus Ware and Von Miller almost single handedly win us the Super Bowl? Yes. No, Von you Miller. Know- but who's on the other side? Demarcus Ware, who did what? Got to the quarterback and did it effectively and did it well. Why do you not, not want to pair? Year. Why do you not want to pair up two? Okay, because Demarcus Ware was at the end of his career. Vaughn's in his prime. You can debate Bradley Chubb's in his prime right now, and He's so is Randy the, Gregory. You, so you're talking. So about you're un- not going to get a two headed monster paired up. Randy Gregory being unproven and Bradley Chubb's just as unproven as him and you want to pay him 20 million dollars when you already paid this guy if you did it for randy gregory who's less pr- in my opinion yes randy gregory's less but you proven all, than you Bradley can't Chubb. you can't retract the randy gregory contract that's the thing and you already that. paid him you're not going to double pay a guy you took on the fifth year option to say maybe this is the chance for this guy but no, you, you really took, took, the took it on option because you took him at five and you had to i understand it's not george's guy but you yeah. have to you have to and then, and he was on an injury year. You can't say, no, we're not going to pick it because you got injured. Yeah, you, I mean, you could. Yeah, but he wasn't going to be that guy. George no, Payton's not, not that guy. But because, because of why? Because you took Bradley Chubb at five. You cannot let a, a number five overall pick, no matter. So you're going to let unless him walk he's at fucking, the end of the year? Who did the Raiders cut this year? Who did the Raiders cut? The lineman? Uh, uh, yeah, you know what I'm talking about. Unless Clemson, he's playing that guy, bad. Yeah. Unless he's playing that bad. This is Bradley Chubb's first Offseason fully healthy, first OTAs, training camp, everything. And he came into this year red hot. 
because he had a partner on the other side. And the why would you not pair up a two-headed monster? And fucking schematically, the eye test and common fucking sense tells you if George Payton was a good GM, that you have one of the best secondaries in the league that you could potentially keep together for a while. Guess what happens all the time? Coverage sacks. You know why? Because your secondary shuts people down. You know what you else you're getting? You have an all-pro in Justin Simmons. You have an all-pro in fucking Passer Tantu. You have a, a 15-year vet in K-Jack who can still fucking thump. You have Kwan Williams who's going to be one of the most underrated fucking safeties, corners, whatever you want to call them, in the fucking league this year. And then you have a middle linebacker sprouting in Alex Singleton who could potentially cover a tight end if he gets a little better on, on his athleticism. Josie Jewell, who's a thumper. DJ Jones in the fucking middle, who's an absolute animal and a run stopper. Draymond Jones, who's going to get fucking paid next year because he's a second, third-year guy who's playing out of his fucking mind. And you don't want to keep Bradley Chubb there. You want to rely on an unproven second-round pick and Nick Benito, who hasn't really done a whole lot, he except the, for he one, more, strip, he one a, strip sack. That's more than what Chubb had this past Sunday. One, okay, he had one strip sack. But he had Baron Browning, who uh, who has who gets moved, more since who Randy gets, Gregory got hurt. Who, okay, so we're gonna we're gonna base everything off of a fucking three game sample size for Nick Benito and Baron Browning, but we're not gonna do it for Bradley Chubb, who had almost a record breaking rookie year. Were those year guys gonna get you history? a first round pick in the draft? It wasn't there anyway, so why is it such a mandatory thing to go get now? Because you're not going to keep him. You're not going to re-sign Bradley Chubb. Because you're 3-5 and five and you're not winning. Ex- Even if you were 5-3, fa- and three, you weren't going to re-sign Bradley Chubb next if year. You were, you were going to because you're winning. No, it's you're working. not. Yes, you're, you were. You're not because you're not going to give him the money. Everything that we just debated literally just came No, you're circle. not going to give him the money at the end of the year. You already said that when you drafted Nick Benito, when you moved Baron Browning, when you signed Randy Gregory. You're not going to re-sign this guy. You're going to let him walk and get a third-round pick when you have a team that's coming to you saying, hey, we're going to give you a first-round pick It for wouldn't him. have happened if we're 5-3. and three. George would have said, I'll take a second and a fifth. Miami and, and the fifth would have been in 2024. Miami the still would have wanted, wanted him. And George Payton, as we've seen with Vaughn Millers, he's going to take the most for him. Unless and even if working. he Unless it's working. which 5-3 uh, and three with Russell Wilson playing good ball and their defense shutting everything and down, let it him working. I, so I don't you see would have re- George Payton being that guy because he's a build through the draft with outside because he doesn't know how to win now he's been in mediocre minnesota for fucking how many he's years he's still building through the draft he also has to clean up every fucked up draft the reason we were not ready is because of what the fucked up drafts we had with alway he's an average gm who's as somewhat inept Yes, he hit PS2 on the fucking head. That's because he was too scared to pull the trigger on a quarterback. And PS2 which was the best available player at the time. Which he was, was sold on. It was the easiest fucking pick. Why does everybody want to go draft a guy who you're going to have to not give time for? You guys would have fucking Justin Fields' head on a fucking stake right now. They would have had Josh Mac Jones head on the stake. same way. Exactly. So why are we calling so for why that why are you then? so mad? Why is everybody so mad at him for trading these picks to get a proven commodity? Oh, because it's not working out? Yeah, you also got a fucking first-time head coach whose offense is trying to gel with the same offense that his quarterback's trying to run. Okay, then as a GM, if you know football so fucking well, you go sit in the coaches' meetings with the offense, truly. You see something's going wrong. You just signed a new owner who can potentially can your ass by the end of the year because they don't give a fuck and they have fuck you money and they don't care about your six-year extension. They'll eat the fucking money on that and sign whoever else they want to. So why don't you, if you're such a fucking football guru and you've been around Minnesota and you should have been a GM six years ago even though you were an assistant for 12 fucking years in Minnesota, whatever the numbers are, why don't you seriously sit down with your coach Coach, sit down with your quarterback and say, what the fuck are we doing wrong? Because our asses are on the line. The Walton Penner group doesn't give a fuck about anybody in this building right now. I tell you that. Obviously Besi- do if besides Russell time. Wilson. Besides Russell Wilson. But obviously do obviously they do if they're giving time. 
They're, who's getting time? They could have. They could have more time. They could have canned them one in London. Before. They still could have canned them all after the win. It wasn't the prettiest of wins. No, you beat another two and five team. They could have canned them. We are going in. That was the most complete football that we they've played and could be a potential. And it's board. on the fucking trending up. So like, why is everybody upset about the trade? Okay, so what happens? You go get blown out by Tennessee, twenty-eight nothing. Is Hackett here? No. And guess what? George Payton, his head is next on the fucking serving platter. I don't think it is. Why would it not be? I don't think they would what are fire the, Walton, the only ties that the Walton Penner group have to this team are Russell Wilson because they just paid him a quarter of a billion dollars. George Payton's head is next on the platter. Hackett's head is already there. He's lucky that it's it's somewhat getting lifted off. I don't think they fired George Payton. Why? I just don't see him doing it. There's going to be plenty of assistant GMs that are going to be on here next. You know the same process we see every year. So we're just going to restart with this with the new owner. We're just going to let it all. A hundred percent. If Russell Wilson said truly, so then that next GM will come in two years into his contract. He'll struggle the same. Or so George Payton he'll, is he'll struggling. Struggle the same. Forgot my quotations. Your it's eyes. He's not, he'll struggle. He can the hit same. every pick on the head, and it okay. can work out off day one. So we're just going to throw hypotheticals because clearly these picks are producing that George Payton has. Who? You had one that wasn't. You said Javante Williams and you stopped. Nick Benito had a strip sack. It was his first game. He had one strip sack. It, it's a still a strip sack. He had one strip it's sack. It's still there. So we're going to go off of one game. But it's still there. It's trending in the right direction. Okay. He's only had one game where he's actually got an opportunity to prove himself. We all knew second round pick with this depth of a fucking edge rusher class that we had, that he wasn't going to get starting minutes right away. Okay. Okay, Baron Browning, the move from put it, moving Baron Browning that's from middle on, to outside. That, that's on EJ. That's not on George Payton. George Payton drafted him, though. And then okay. Vic's the one who wanted he When he was drafted, he was drafted as an outside backer, and they moved him to inside. That was Vic Fangio who, who wanted to move him from in, from outside to inside. Who, by the way, is also hurt. Baron Browning's hurt. Randy Gregory's hurt. So, I mean, they're, so they're playing well. So was Bradley Chubb for half the half the fucking time he was here. Until now. His, fir- I literally, his first healthy off. So we're going to go everything off of was, that. Okay, so if you want to say everything's trending up with Nick Benito and everybody else, then it was with Bradley Chubb too. But he's on an expiring contract where if he's probably going to walk at the end of the year because you have to pay Dre. Draymond Jones too, and Draymond Jones is a younger, and he's having a better season right now. So you're gonna pay him instead of Bradley Chubb. Okay. And Bradley Chubb's gonna walk, and you're gonna get a third con- third round pick for him that you say is a worthless pick. No, I said a sixth or seventh is worthless. And that's a veteran. See, that's the that's and you're you, not getting you just trade instead of getting a third for Chubb, you're getting a first, a player, and a fourth in twenty twenty whatever the fuck that doesn't even I matter. I wouldn't even be surprised if George Payton trades the fuck out of the first round. And he's not going to because he wants the right tackle. Okay. Because he's trying to protect the quarterback that he just traded for. Because he's trying to save his job. Because he knows. No, shit's he's protecting the, fucking, the fucking quarterback. He knows shit's hitting the fan. He knows his head is next on that platter. But what did this whole fucking team do when they at the start of the year, the offseason, which everybody's forgetting? They fucking tried to limit everybody's expectations, and they said it was going to be a process. Who said that? The Broncos. Hack it. Every time he came out, yeah, it's going to take some time. Everything's getting everything's looking good, but it's going to take some Are time. Are you sure? Because your quarter-million-dollar quarterback said, I'm playing for 10 or 12, and we're winning three or four Super Bowls. 10 or 12 years. Do you play 10 years in one year? He's not going to play, play. Do you play Everybody 10 years knows in Russell fucking, Wilson is not playing 10, Exactly, 10 but years. he can say 10 years, but is 10 years in eight games? 
Okay, did when you say 10, 10 years, years, the fan expect, and you hear three or four more Super Bowls, and you hear how great Jerry Judy is, you hear how great Cortland is, how KJ is, how how great fucking Albert O hasn't played in four weeks is, you hear all this great shit. You don't hear a fucking lick about the defense, by the way, because you really didn't. You really, really didn't. I, any, nobody knew who the fuck Alex Singleton was until he played in fucking Seattle and said, why is this guy getting torched because mm. that was his worst game he's played, first of all. Nobody... Everybody forgot who the fuck Baron Browning was until he had one good game at edge rusher. You didn't hear a lick about the defense. All you heard was let's ride and how Russell Wilson's the best deep our, ball thrower. We knew so our defense was going to be good. And then you wonder in, why fans leave in an overtime game when you're on the fucking twenty yard line. You knew our defense was going to be good coming in though because they were good with. You didn't with know. You didn't know what you were getting in EJ. You didn't know what you were getting in EJ. But you Oten, were keeping Hackett, the core of nothing. the defense. Defense is easier to play than the offenses because you don't have a scheme. It's all reaction plays. I understand all that. All the coverages I'm, is the same. The terminology maybe changes from coach to coach. I'm not trying to get down to X's and O's. I'm just saying if you knew this was going to be a process, then why did you let everybody else so that's why, in the organization hype everything how did, up? How is changing? Russell, Nathaniel Hackett's first words when we signed Russell was Russell fucking Wilson. Can you believe it? Like that dude was shocked. How is trading Could, one player fucking up the whole process though? I don't get it. We're he, acting like Bradley Chubb was fucking on a on was like he was playing at Vaughn Super Bowl 50 year and he wasn't he had five and a half sacks in the first three games and nothing after Randy Gregory got hurt I'm not saying it screws everything up but it that's what you're it, acting like did you're you get, like did this you is get, fucked up did you, you get significantly worse on defense I yes. wouldn't say you did because yes, you still you, you said coverage sacks is a big reason it's not like Bradley Chubb's beating his guy fucking two steps off the line and getting a sack a in two reason. seconds I said it was a thing it's something That's that what our with defense is based off. Your, no, the two-headed monster means nothing with coverage sacks. It's a call to coverage sack because you have good coverage. Duh. That might, yeah. That has nothing to do with your fucking edge rushers. If we have good coverage on the back end and the quarterback has nobody to throw the fucking ball to, I could go get a sack in the NFL. <laughs> That's why it's called a fucking <laughs> coverage sack. Okay, it, Von Miller's so good because he has a good first step, and he gets off the ball, he has good bend, and he gets his sack within fucking two seconds. And he gets low, yes, correct. Bradley Chubb wasn't doing that. He sets the edge, and that's it. Yeah, he helps in the run, and he can overpower somebody, but he's not a number one guy that you're going to go pay 20 fucking million for, so instead of letting him walk at the end of the year for a third-round pick, you get the most out of what you can for him at his highest value because next year when you try to trade him in his fucking franchise tag year, you're not going to get the first-round pick because he didn't fully perform the year before. And then I guess that's what happens. And I'd rather trade him now and get the first-round fucking pick. Then there you go. Because then you could get your right tackle for the future, and then your offensive line is that much fucking better for the future, for the next four to five fucking years that Russell Wilson is going to play. For your rebuild. Yeah. It's not a, it, it's one fucking player. It's a mini it, you rebuild. can't call it a rebuild if it's one fucking player. It's going to be. No, it's it's one player we traded. It's not like we fucking said if it was a rebuild, they would have got rid of Chubb, they got would have got rid of Judy, they got would, would have got rid of KJ, they would have only kept Patrick Sertan, you would have moved on from Justin Simmons, Kjack would be gone. You would have fucking stripped it all down and got rid of everybody cuz it's a rebuild. <laughs> I said a You know who's rebuild. in a rebuild? The fucking Chicago Bears. Okay. Then why did they cha- trade for Chase Claypool today? Because it's another young guy that you could pair with your young quarterback. Who sucks. And they had no other receiver. Oh, but George Payton should have drafted the fucking quarterback At that the sucks. At the time, yes, he should have. No, yes. PS2. 
It's your first pick as a GM. You know no. what you want. You know what you need to be a good GM. Drafts that can pile onto each other by drafting good players. You know where Alway fucked up in the end was he fucked up on one draft and then he tried to make up for it after every other draft, and that's when he became became scared to make picks because right. he drafted Paxton Lynch and then he passes on Josh Allen. Take a breath. Relax. It's so frustrating. This whole day, fucking listening to tweets, listening to the fan, everybody being pissed off about the trade and calling it a fucking rebuild when it's not a fucking rebuild because you would have tore the whole thing down. <laughs> Jesus. Did, let me. Okay, did you get significantly worse on defense? Yes. Significantly? No. And Are guess you what? not as good? You're not as good on defense at the moment. Okay, you're not as good. And guess but what? Not this, significant. Is, this is your it's set roster for the rest of the year. Though. It's it not is. significant. Bradley Chubb is good on the edge. He can get to the quarterback. It, it's what you got coverage sack. You're good in the secondary. Did he have a sack on Sunday? No. Did he have a sack the Sunday before that? No. Did he have a sack the, the Thursday night before that? No, but did he have five and a half before that? Thought so. No, exactly. he didn't actually because he didn't have a sack in the fucking Raiders game. <laughs> I think he did. The actually. first three games, he started off with two and then he had another half a sack and then another sack, I think, in there. No, I think he had one in the Raiders game. So Randy Gregory gets hurt and he's fucking non-existent again because it was the same when he was with Vaughn. When Vaughn was gone, he still couldn't produce. And then he got hurt. And then you got another, what, five years? You got to repay the guy or you let him walk for a third round pick. You got to think of it as a GM and not a fucking fan. I'm trying to think of it as a GM. No, George Payton had a tough decision to make today. Yeah, he, he really made did. the right decision. Because he wasn't going to, don't know that. he wasn't going to resign Bradley Chubb we at the end of the year. We don't know if he made the right choice until three or four years no, from now. You truly. can't say that. You can't look into the future and be like, unless yeah, you get an fuck. all-pro right tackle at twenty-eight when the you fucking still can't look Niners at pick the, there because you weren't going to resign Bradley Chubb. So you at least gave yourself the opportunity to make that first-round pick to get the better offensive uh, lineman. Okay, well, according to George Payton's press conference today, you probably were going to resign him because guess what? He said, I wasn't going to do anything until everything picked up this morning. He said, we've been getting calls all week, and nothing picked up steam until this morning. So then what? So then what? No. So then what? They and, had, then he was they asked, were, and then he was asked. The first-round pick on the table was reported by Adam Schefter right before the fucking game started on Sunday. What's the truth of that? Because then somebody asked, who engaged in the first-round pick? Was it Miami or was it He's not going to negotiate you? that because he has integrity with these other teams. That fu- If he brings that up on the table because the Jets denied everything that they weren't even fucking trying to get him. Which was probably bullshit, too. And he fu- then, then he played Miami into fucking trading a first-round pick for him, right? I Which would make him a fucking great GM if he played him like that. And said no, nobody else on the other line was fucking trade or wanted him until Russ wins the Super Bowl. Greg George Payton is not a great GM. You can't even saying. factor it that way because you were high on the trade when we traded for him. I still let's am. Not have, I still think we can win a fucking Super Bowl. And let's not base it off of a fucking Super Bowl because he has to clean up a lot of shit. That's why I told you he took a six year fucking contract when he came because we all said it was weird that he was on a six on year six contract year and not a five. Not a five. Okay. So last year was his clean year. So this this year is the year. So I hope this. So, so I we're hope, gonna base it so on I two hope years. this first decision. You want it? You can. You can't base a fucking GM's career off two years, but you can base that, that fucking Baron Browning and Nick Benito are gonna be Hall of Famers because they had a strip sack on Trevor fucking. I Lawrence. never said they were gonna be Hall of Famers, but I'm saying you're not. They're as of right now, they're the equivalent of fucking Bradley Chubb, the two of them, because we're clearly rotating them every fucking drive. Okay, I hope I hope it works out. And you're only rotating them, by the way, because Randy Gregory's hurt. The guy. No, who you, you were just, rotating them anyways before that. 
Barely. Not as no, much. No, you were. Barely. Mike Cliss shares all the fucking but plays. Browning didn't get moved in, until into in, or outside until Randy Gregory got no, hurt. Browning was on the outside all season because they started. Yeah, because he, he fucking scrim He played all preseason on the outside. In the preseason. And then he got moved back to out inside. No, he didn't. Josie Joel started inside with number 50 fucking Stranad was on the inside and Alex Singleton was inside. The first thing EJ did when he became DC was move Baron Browning back outside. Okay. I hope it works. I hope we get an all-pro right tackle at 28. I hope Derek, Derek Henry doesn't fucking run for 300 He's going to anyways because he did last year. Or the last time you played the Titans. Yeah, but the years That's their before, whole fucking offense. Yeah, but the years before that, you fucking held him to 25, One year. 80-something, and like 40-something. The years Derek Wolf was there because he was talking about it today. Well, there you go. I think you have another DJ Jones and Derek Wolf, or D- Derek Wolf and DJ Jones. So then, Brandy, Bradley Chubb doesn't mean it anything, right? Well, then you got I, fucking the guy in the middle. Well, there you go. So then, let's go beat the fucking Titans on Sunday. You're too bad you don't play them this Sunday. <laughs> You're on a fucking <laughs> fucking throw my water bottle at you. That was a good debate. I knew it was going to be a spicy episode. I don't like to trade. Let's hope it works. You're you're red. Yeah, because I'm upset. Because I had to with, I had to bottle this in all day today. Because I fucking was driving a truck, and I get tweets, fucking notifications the whole time. Oh, you get mine? Yeah. Why didn't you tell me to fucking stop? Why didn't you shut my notifications off? Because I need it for the podcast, so I know what you're talking about. Oh Jesus Christ! That Denver Broncos three sixty five. Mm-hmm. If I'm George Payton after today, I'm I'm shoring up the offensive lineman in free agency and using the newly acquired first round pick to get an offensive playmaker. Everybody wants another receiver. Why? Because fans know everything, right? I I know a lot of shit, motherfucker. Not let's go draft another I'm fucking just, receiver. I wouldn't mind. No, don't a, don't even say what running mind. back. No, you don't draft don't a running what? back in the first round because you can get him anywhere. I yeah. understand that. I'm you just, just don't do it. ETN was drafted in the first round. Looks pretty good for them, huh? Yeah, for basing everything off one they're game. Fucking straight off. That's not one game though. He's doing it all season. But you're he not getting no, dude. No, no, no. He the, has. He's averaging eight and a half yards a carry. Well, because he just put going into the no. Head. Even before he put up oh. hundred yards the the week before. Go Are look you it sure? up. Yeah. All right. All right. He's a perfect fit for that offense. Uh oh. You want to hear what your boy James said 32 minutes no, ago? No, I listened to James all fucking day because Stokely had a personal emergency. He had to leave. Yeah, I heard that. You don't want to know what he said 32 minutes ago? No, because he's upset can I, about can it. Can I tell too. you anyway? Because he didn't want to trade. He didn't want the trade either. Demarius Thomas landed a pick that helped the Broncos trade up from Drew Locke. Or for Drew Locke. That uh, means Emmanuel no. Sanders netted McTelvin Ajim and A.J. Bouye. Von Miller brought Nick Benito, Luke Wattenberg, and a third-round pick in 2023. Yep, being a smaller, being a seller at the deadline is vital to a rebuild. <laughs> Those first picks were fucking Alway, and we all know he couldn't draft at the end there for shit. Right. Let's see. That's the problem with Bronco fans and Bronco media right now. Is, Holy shit! What are we almost at? Like two hours? Yeah. Yeah. That's the problem with Bronco fans and Bronco media right now. Is we act like we're still the Broncos of the '90s and the early 2000s, and we're not. We're not even the Broncos of the 2010s, and we are in a new era of football that we have to fucking adjust to. And all Bronco fans are so fucking stuck in their ways because they're all the glory days were when Valley was fucking here, which was f- how long ago? We weren't fucking even fucking boomers. alive. We, we weren't were even just born. Of. I don't even. 
the end of his career we were born. Exactly. We were for the fucking heat of it. We were and how long of. did that take for them to get to that point? Elway and had, what, a 15-year career? And he sucked in the 80s. He was fucking horrible. Got blown out in, what, two Super Bowls? Mm-hmm. Three, I think. <sighs> I think he made it to five. Broncos country is fine with George Payton rolling the dice on whatever is behind door number three. Fine. Enjoy what I'm sure the 28th overall pick or whatever it turns out to be will be a star. I just think in the premium rounds, he hasn't missed yet. Okay. Even the guys uh, he fans oh, in the later oh, fans. Uh, James and Albright are going. Oh, yeah. Those two oh, don't fuck. like each other anyways. All right. Good episode. That was way longer than what we thought. I don't even fucking care, though, because that was a really good episode. I don't think me and you have ever gotten into it like that. That was fun. Only on draft night when we've drafted an all-pro cornerback. <laughs> turning my mic off. We didn't have the podcast then. No. Somebody was throwing their phone and I told them this guy's all pro, don't worry about it. He said, Nope. Should have got Justin Fields. But I'm Tony. Follow me oh, on Instagram and Twitter. You're leading the closing. T V three underscore APD. I gotta go get dinner. I'm hungry. That's crazy. Thanks for listening. I'm Dame. Follow me on Twitter and Instagram at Dame underscore APD. Why are you so upset? Uh, uh, yeah, 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 yeah. You alright? Uh, 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 <laughs> He's still venting. Uh, you gotta turn your mic on to do radio. Can y'all feel that? Can y'all feel that? Jig it out. Here I am in the place where I come let go In Miami, the base and the sunset low Every day like a Mardi Gras Everybody party all day No work, all play, okay? So we sip a little something